This is Climate Curious, the podcast for people who are bored, scared or confused by climate change. I'm Marion Pasha, the director and curator at Telex London and the co-host of this podcast, alongside the amazing Ben. Hi, I'm Ben Hurst, activist and advocate exploring what positive masculinities can look like and self-confessed climate normie. So we are starting this season in New York City. Yeah, we are. We are back again. The big apple. The big fruit. The humongous apple. The most humongous apple maybe in the history of mankind. I really want to know why it's called that, but that is a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll come back. We'll come back to that. Circle back round. So we're here, Ben. Why are we here? We're here for Climate Week. And Climate Week is a week where basically people from all over the world come to New York to... Talk climate about stuff. climate. <laughs> do climate things. To do climate things uh, to get exhausted. Yep. Back to back to back. <laughs> no, but seriously, because there's a lot of like hate about traveling for climate, mm-hmm. which I totally understand. Um, but there's something really special about being able to be together in community with each other from around the world. You know, we have been to many, many events this week. Mm-hmm. We've taken part in panels we've taken part in dinners all this kind of stuff and the thing that's kind of incredible is when you have you know people working whether it's like in business or in indigenous rights Mm -hmm. or in youth activism who are normally in their communities on the ground some corner of the world but they get to like come here and be with their peers and learn and share and support and have solidarity so it's a great space yeah it's so important as well everybody who works from home knows that you are so much more productive when you're just in the same place as the people you work with. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's so important. Especially in intensity. So to really like further things. Yeah, you can absolutely bang stuff out. I think, and I think that's what you see a lot, right? Is like people connecting with people that would be so difficult for them to connect with otherwise. And, And usually those connections will only be like an hour long Zoom meeting where actually when you're all here for a week, you can have like three, four hours in the same room and actually just do the things that you need to do. Yeah. And I think also like have difficult conversations. Yeah. It's hard to have difficult conversations. Especially online. when you can't feel someone. Yeah. 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 And so anyway, that's our defense. We're here in New York City. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that the is case. the justification. <laughs> um, and we've gotten to speak to some really awesome, awesome people. people. So good. Some people we've wanted to speak to for years, actually, that we've we were been waiting to be able to get in person. Yeah. Um, and difficult, difficult people to track down. This is what I'm saying. That's why you have people. to be here. Um, we've eaten some delicious food. Mm-hmm. We've caught, been caught in some killer traffic. Mm-hmm. A rainstorms. Rainstorms. They uh, call them storms here. They're actually storms, aren't actually they? Storms. I thought they just meant rain, but no, it's pretty Stormy. torrential. Yeah, torrential, torrential, torrential. Um, and I think. What is my reflection? What's your reflection after being here for almost? Oh, my reflection, I think, is we've been doing this for about three years now, three and a half years, maybe. And I've heard so many people talk about indigenous rights. I've heard so many people talk about involving indigenous communities and learning um, and sharing information and and. Them, the like indigenous communities having the solutions yeah. and not having seats at the table, yeah. and I think this is probably for me been the first time that I've actually seen what that that can look like when people wow. are really involved. Um, and interestingly, it's 
really uncomfortable for you if you're not indigenous <laughs> because, <laughs> because you actually have to hold space for people right. but it's i think yeah seeing that modeled like what it actually looks yeah. like to be in spaces um and to allow other people to have control over them and to teach to actually yeah. teach and to learn in the way that they like to teach is like a, a been a really yeah immersive experience for me i think that's pretty powerful and i had to drink that cacao yeah, Ben and I took part in a cacao ceremony yesterday. Oh my gosh. It's intense to say the least. Yeah. 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 Um, Not delicious, but very significant. Yeah. Very grounded. You found the taste difficult. Yeah. I found the physicality of it difficult. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which goes to say neither of us found it comfortable. No, but it was but, but it was like really, really incredible to be part yeah, of. spiritual. Yeah. yeah. Um that's definitely something I'm gonna remember. Mm. You know, for me, actually, as someone who can get very I can someone who can just get really polarized, meaning mm. like and get really stuck in my point of view. I can get really like these are the bad guys, these are the good guys, like you know all of that kind of very divisive rhetoric. I was reminded this week how we ha when we say we have to bring everyone along, it means we have to really bring everyone along. Literally, it doesn't mean that person. like we have to sit in a room and listen to fossil fuel executives justify their existence, mm -hmm. right? Don't get me, don't get me twisted. Mm -hmm. What I mean is, if people are genuinely committed to the solution, they may not look like or come from a background that you think. Right. And for those of us, I think, who are activists and progressive, when we say that, we're always talking about like marginalized communities or yeah. indigenous communities or, you know, uh, people who've been outside. But I think sometimes you also have to let in the business people mm -hmm. and the billionaires and controversial the, and controversial. the policymakers yeah and the people who are feel like they want to be more moderate and actually it needs to be a really broad broad group of people it doesn't mean you have to like you know it reminds me of this speaker we worked with for tedx london last year mm -hmm. who is this reverend and uh oh what a guy, what keith. A guy keith a legend and an icon he talked about he really like he has this phrase, listening for connection rather than conversion. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I have to repeat it to myself because sometimes you feel like this thought that if you even listen to people you disagree with, you're somehow validating or yeah, giving, giving, like, giving in, giving the, the space to them. Or, yeah. Or yeah. giving them the, 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 the kind of agreement that yeah. you're like, and actually you can listen to just connect with someone and understand what motivates them. And so that has really been for me, bit of that that kind of stepping back and, and understanding all the different actors because it's a truly transformation yeah, I know we, t we talk about it lightly and we talk about system change and all that kind of stuff but it is we're truly having to everything that we have built to this point mm -hmm. all the good and the bad right all the progress all the destruction all of it has to change in 30 years yeah it's literally everything we're on a clock yeah and in order to 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 only have a, a like a percentage of people die that somehow we've accepted as being <laughs> that's fine don't worry about it you know yeah. but like you know to keep to starve off like to not go over these tipping points that they talk about where we don't actually know what happens when we go over them mm. we have a boundary and so it's like i don't know three thousand years four thousand years in the case of indigenous communities sixty thousand years yeah. worth of like lives and people we have 30 years to change yeah and that's like needs everyone yeah uh, it's it is like a real moment of being forced to reimagine 
what revolution looks like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like a... Because I think, in my mind, I think I said this in one of the episodes, mm. actually, that in my mind, it feels like what I have perceived this to be is like beating the bad guys. Right. Rather than transforming all of us into yep. a space where or into a way of being where we're not literally destroying the planet that we live on. Yeah. But for that to happen, everybody has to be involved, yeah. which I think is, yeah, it's an interesting shift, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, I think if I think about the interviews we've done this week, mm -hmm. the things that really I think I will take into my everyday in the way I think about this mm -hmm. is to center love mm -hmm. way more yeah. and not to think of that as some kind of fuzzy Useless, yeah, wishy washy nonsense. Wishy washy yeah. nonsense. But how do you use like the greatest motivator? Um, that's one. The other one is like around um, this creativity, mm. and not just in like this traditional sense of like creative industries, which also humor and and all of that I'll mm -hmm. be taking, but also like you know in the conversation we have with Nicole from Canopy mm. around this idea of like looking at the things we have around us and thinking creatively, how can we use those in a way that actually benefits the world? Like how do we bring that new perspective? So I think for me, it's like love and creativity are the two messages I take away from this. Mm. I think a big one for me also, John was talking about in our interview, to, like talking about pollution and not talking about climate change. Right. Right. Or talking about forest fires or talking about, hurricanes right. or talking about floods rather than just talking about climate change um and really naming and labeling like what the thing is that what the impact of the thing is that we're talking about which i think for me really shifted something in my brain because mm. climate change sounds maybe intentionally like so nebulous it sounds like such a like airy fairy idea whereas what we're talking about now is like real term yeah. impacts i think we should actually so bring back uh, an old guest to talk to us more about this. Mm. So remember Melinda Janky? From yeah, 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 yeah. She's been talking a lot more about this as well. Mm. Like obviously she, coming up from a legal perspective and the usefulness of, because she basically taught me that if you talk about pollution, mm -hmm. there's an actor. Yeah. But climate change doesn't have an actor. No, it's just the climate. The climate's just changing. Right? It's doing what it wants. But yeah. pollution has a polluter. Yeah. And that's like very powerful. So I think we should have her back to tell us a bit more about that and how she's using it in her work as well. Melinda, that's your official invitation yep. to find your way back to us. Watch your inbox. Come home. home. We miss you. <laughs> um, I think we've also got some really, so you're going to hear some really exciting stuff from oh us Oh my this gosh, season. some good We're stuff. We're going to laugh. Yeah. Um, I have to say that I actually had to try not to cry like, in at least 80% of the episodes yeah. we recorded. <laughs> yeah, I saw you well it up a couple I of times. I'm really, really emotional about yeah. this stuff. And and why not? Right? Like, I mean, not that you all need to sit there and listen to me cry, but I, uh, it's not a bad thing. Sometimes yeah. it's like a reminder that like, oh yeah, this is serious. It's real life. It's real life. Um, and I think we've got some incredible young voices mm -hmm. from all over. Yeah, literally all over. All over. How crazy is that? Um, and some stories that I think we blew my mind. Like really unexpected stories um, that I think will stay with you. Yeah. That should stay with you. Yeah. So, and I guess ultimately, I feel even more curious 
Yeah. At the end of this week. Yeah. Isn't it funny that this podcast doesn't actually alleviate any of the curiosity? Just makes you ask better questions. Agreed. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Like, it's it's like you, for those of you who, I guess, played old school video games, you know, yeah. like, you're in a room, you explore and pick up all the items. Oh, my gosh. You finally open the door, you think you're done, and then there's, like, an even bigger room. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It feels like each season we, like open the door and we're like oh there's there's more we're like put the key in the socket go through the door crawl through the hole yeah there's a bigger room with more puzzles yeah 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 like a never-ending escape room but it's fun it's a yes, fun one yes um so we hope you enjoy it and remember stay curious thanks for listening to this quickie this episode was created by our superstar podcast team at tedx london until next time stay curious